you know, people, when they're passionate about something, like, they will press in for that. And so, you know, this week, we obviously, there's obviously Thanksgiving coming up. And so I just want to talk about us, how we, how we press into the Lord. And uh, just basically, you know, focusing on the, the power of thanksgiving, of giving thanks to the Lord. And we've, we've experienced that this morning. I mean, worship was amazing. Worship, I just, man, I love it. I love the presence of the Lord. But there's also this, you know, the Jewish thought of, of how the body or how a, a person operates is that your, your spirit affects your body, your body affects your spirit. So whatever, if I am, and it makes, I mean, it makes sense, even within uh, the New Testament, it says if you're having sex outside of marriage, it's the, the one sin that you sin against your body. It's affecting your body. You know, you, uh, you get slam, hammered, drunk. Your body's going to feel that because of the choice that you made. And uh, it can even affect your spirit, you know, whatever you get despondent or something like that. But, when you, but the Jewish thought of your of worship is like, rejoice, worship the Lord, praise. Most, all the, the Jewish words for worship, praise. Rejoice, singing, dancing, they're all active words. And so I say that is that there's times when we worship. And, uh, you know, you, you probably, I'm up front. I know y'all see me. I'm fist pumping. And so, yeah, chest bumping, fist pumping, heel stomping. And, uh, and what in the, it's, I'm always not, like, necessarily feeling it. But what I'm doing is I'm like, all right, spirit, let's get in, let's get behind. And let's, or body, get behind the spirit and let's go. Because what this is doing is like priming the pump. Because I know Jesus is worthy. I'm right here, Jesus, come on, get in, walk through the walls of my heart. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And it's that thought of pressing in. I'm pressing in, I'm going to be active in my pressing in. You know, it says that Jesus, you know, the Father comes after us, but it also says, seek him and you will find him. And so it's like this, God wants two runaway trains to hit each other, him and you, on a crash course for encounter. But it takes us, Lord, we have to, we have to activate ourselves, so to speak. So did you note on the, on the video, the people kept pressing in on Michael Jackson. They're like, <laughs> and the girl, you know, she's like, if only I could see Michael. Babies are waving, you know, and people are trying to sneak in the limos and all that. And I mean, this is, to me, I imagine like when it said the crowd was pressing in on Jesus. I mean, Jesus is, everybody that's coming to him is getting healed. He's saying words, all the Pharisees, you know, anybody said something to Pharisees, he's like, hush up. That's not right. Hush up. And then Jesus comes and they're like, Jesus, what do you say about this? And Jesus confounds them with something that comes out of their mouth. They're like, uh, 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 and they're like, the Pharisees 
A loss for words. That never happens. Who is this Jesus? And then they're feeling the love from him. They're like, most holy man, you know, the kids, you got to keep them at a distance. This guy's bringing the kids into their lap and he's blessing them. And, he, and he's telling everybody, he's like, listen, it's, me, it's kid time. It's children's church. All right. And so he is just breaking all the rules. And people were pressing in. They're like, I got to see Jesus. Who is this Jesus? I hear if you touch him, power leaves him and you'll be healed. So they're pressing in because they're desperate. They're, des they're hungry for something to, to change their life. Mark 25, 24, it says, And off with him, a large crowd was following him and pressing in on him. And Jesus said, Who is the one who touched me? And while they're all denying it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing in on you. He's like, How did... You know, Jesus, even in the midst of a crowd, was all always was mindful of the one. And so pressing in means sometimes going to that uncomfortable place. So imagine being in a crowd, squeezed with people. I mean, imagine being in that Michael Jackson concert crowd. That's like one of the, that's Sheol in my mind. And, and you know, people pressing in against you. And then, you know, he's just, and then, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't imagine it. How many of y'all have been to the Georgia-Florida game, went to the landing? Yep. Okay. You're trying to get to the other side, and you're just like, oh, man, this is going to be two hours trying to squeeze through people. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Where are they? Where are my friends at? You know, you're just... I mean, it's pressing in. It's not fun. It's uncomfortable. People are stepping on your shoes. Me, I used, to, I used to be a shoe freak. You know, if you got my shoes dirty, I was going to give you the stank eye. So, you know, people are in that, back when I used to go to the landing, people were stepping on my shoes. I'm like, great. My shoes are ruined. Great. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, uh, getting crotchety and everything while I'm going through there. And so... But pressing in means you don't care what it looks like. I mean, these girls, that video, their hair is everywhere. They're like, if I could just see Michael, and they're like, ah, Michael! They don't care what they look like. Pressing in means you're desperate. You know, some of us have the attitude, if Jesus walks by me, then I'll be happy to give him a hug. But I'm not going to fight that crowd or discomfort to get close to him. And so, Bob Johnson said this. He used to be the guy's like, if God wants me to experience revival, he'll bring it to me. So he wouldn't go to uh, Toronto this is Bob Johnson. He didn't want to go to Toronto, other places, uh, Brownsville, Pensacola. He's like, if God wants revival, he'll bring it to me. And then God basically rebuked him and said, you need to chase me. And, uh, and so he started going. He says, now, wherever there's revival, I go. 
because he, he used to have the attitude of like, Jesus walks by, I'll, I'll, I'll be a part of it, I'll hug him. But I'm not going to like fight that crowd for him. It's that place of discomfort. I mean, because it's not comfortable being in that crowd and the pressing in, it's all, it's all uncomfortable, but that's where you get to see Jesus. Psalm 100 verses 4 through 5 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. I, when I was brand new baby Christian, me and Jessica and a friend of ours who was a youth pastor were, were playing cards. And uh, I think I, I'm, I beat Jessica on the hand and she went, bless the Lord. And I went, you can't bless the Lord. We have to, he blesses us. And uh, Jessica's like, no, we, you can bless the Lord. And I look at my friend Mike. I was like, we, what? It was foreign to my mind that I could like give pleasure to the Lord. And I, I looked at Mike, he's like, dude, it's biblical, man. It's in the Bible. I was like, Really? I, I had missed it. So, yeah, I mean, pride comes before the fall, guys. Just, I was taunting and gloating and soon was humbled. And so, but I was like, for whatever reason, I had missed it in the Bible or just because of my filter, it just went right over the top of my head. But sure enough, everywhere <laughs> in the Old Testament, it's like, bless the Lord, bless his holy name. And... And so here it's saying, bless his name, for the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting, and his faithfulness to all generations. So imagine this, what these verses, the, the picture it's painting. Imagine being summoned to a king's castle. And the first thing you do, you pass through the gates, the drawbridge, whatever you want to call it. And... To enter into that, that palace, imagine the key or the password is give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love endures forever. And they're like, you may pass. <laughs> you go in there. Then you look at the servants. You're like, I'm supposed to have uh, dinner with the king tonight. Reservations for one. And uh, they're like, oh, right, right this way, sir. And then and the then, uh, Password to get into the courts is, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And they're like, you may pass. And so you, <laughs> now you're at the table. And the, in the king's court is his table. There's food everywhere. There's servants everywhere, his angels. The presence of the king. All his advisors, the, tw the 12 elders or the 24 elders. And they're all there and they're like, welcome. That's access to heaven that comes through thanksgiving and praise. And when you start off with thanksgiving, you'll find that it will either turn into praise or you go into praise and it just, it just this exchange, thanksgiving and high praise. God, you are good. You are good. Your loving kindness endures forever. All glory, all honor, all wisdom, all majesty belongs to you. Thank you, Father, that you sit on the throne and you rule over all. And you just, woo, man, 
you're in there, you're in the courts, and you start seeing life from a different perspective. You're like, I'm at the king's table. He's got a high throne. Kind of looks over everything. And you get that bird's eye view. of Like, man, that problem is actually pretty small. And I'm at a table in the presence of my enemies. And my enemies are watching me get full and fat with marrow. As the Bible says. Job said, and he was reminiscing on his glory days. He said, man, I remember the days when my steps were bathed in butter. When they were bathed in oil. And he's just... I mean, I just imagine him. He's just kind of gliding everywhere. It's just the grace of God. And he's... And he's just skating. I mean, it's just like, that's, the, that's called the grace of God when, the, when things are just like flowing. They're like, I mean, you know, you can't, they, probably, they couldn't see anybody's feet back then because they're draped to the ground. They're like, dude, are you, you ever notice Job kind of floats everywhere? Everybody's, you know, his counselors were commenting on that but and so you're you enter into that place you're at a table seated in the presence of your enemies where your enemies can't you know they're just looking at you like man i can't touch him he's at the king's court he's in the, he's at the king's table he's he's getting anointed now great great goodness and mercy those angels are following him everywhere Man, all right, we're screwed. And so anyways, you, when you give thanks, you prepare the way for the Lord to intervene in your life. This is Psalm 50, and I like the NIV, the way the NIV uh, translates this. Because when I read this, I was teaching school at the time and realizing that in the moment I was definitely not called to teach school. I, the school I was at, they gave all the coaches, you know, everybody, you know, who had criminal records and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, oh, give them to the coaches, you know. And so I was basketball coach. And, and I, so I had a rough group of guys that I ended up just falling in love with. But at the time, they were trying to stick it to me, you know. And um, so I was in my planning period and I was just reading. I was like, man, this is rough, Lord. And I read this verse. It says, he who sacrifices thank offerings honors me. And he prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. So as you give thanks, just imagine it is preparing the way for God to show up. Thank you, Father, that I'm teaching school. Thank you that I got these boys, that it's impossible in my own strength to change your hearts. But God, you are with me. Thank you, Father, that I have this job. Thank you, I get paid. I got a job. Thank you. You just start thanking him. And your heart starts changing. You start being transformed like 2 Corinthians 3.18 says that we behold, as we behold him, we become like him from glory to glory. So when you give thanks, it releases heaven into your current circumstances. It releases Jesus into your circumstances. When you give thanks, it paves the road for you 
to see God's salvation, which includes healing and deliverance. You need physical healing. You need deliverance. You know, last week when my throat was bothering me and I was sick, I was like, God, thank you for healing me. God, thank you for increasing my healing anointing. Anytime I get sick, I start praying in the opposite direction. Thank you for increasing my healing anointing. Thank you for when I lay hands on the sick, they're going to recover. When you give thanks, it causes you to live from the inside out. Your circumstances are no longer just taking you by the back of the neck and like, you know, and just yanking you back and forth. And you're like, whoa. But you live from the inside out to where you just tell the circumstances, be still. When you give thanks, it primes the pump of repentance and helps you see from God's perspective. When you start giving thanks, you're like, Father, thank you. Thank you for, you know what, Lord, I was complaining about having a job. I was complaining about this job, Lord. These boys, they wouldn't, they wouldn't mind me. But like, God, thank you. I have a job. So forgive me for griping. <laughs> and it just sets you on a new course. Repentance is, is changing the way you think. It's the renewal of your mind. It's, it's, and as you're, you know, when you change your mind, then it's, that thought, that, that new, that truth is able to penetrate, make the 18-inch journey to your heart, and then you, you move forward in the will of God. 1 Thessalonians verses 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. All right, you want to know the will of God. What is the will of God for your life? Do you know the will of God? Are you in the center of God's will? I love that one. I, there's, there's levels, like a bullseye. Did you know that? I'm just teasing. There's not. Are you in the center? Did you hit a bullseye with God's will? Or you, is it, was it a 10, like on the outside? Where are you in God's will? No, dude, listen, about make it simple. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's over. You know, those professional athletes do this right here. So the will of God is not so much of, of a plan as it is a way of life. When you operate in the ways of God, the will of God, the plan will unfold. And listen to this. This is later on in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Now, it's not talking about this ABCD plan for your life. It's talking about sanctification. He's like, listen, become more like Jesus. You'll be where you need to be. Walk in the ways of the Lord. You'll be where you need to be. It's simple, y'all. Jesus even made it simple. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
The will of God is a way of life. It's a culture that you can have personally, you can have corporately. So sanctification is the will of God. That is the will. You know, it's definitely for sure punch card yes on the sanctification tab. Pursue the cross, pursue repentance, and you'll end up where you need to be. I had a, a man tell me one time, he said, repentance is God's GPS system. You repent, and it just aligns you where you need to be. So it's not this like trying to figure things out. It's like, God, what are the ways of God? How can I think more like God? How can I be more like Jesus? And then, boom, he makes things happen. He will put you, he who calls you to do that will be faithful and he will do it. He will do it. So, what I want to do now is that we're going to have a little interaction here. I'm going to read Psalm 103. And there's, I will read a verse out of that psalm, and then there's a congregational response. Okay? And when you respond, let me know it. I want to hear you. Okay, no whispers right now. We whispered earlier. It's yell time. You don't have to yell, but just make it loud. So what we'll do is I'll read through it. The bold part is where, is where you guys come in. And you'll say, you know, I'll say, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless you, Father. And then I'll go. All right. This is fun. I got get lubed up. All right, y'all ready? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Who pardons all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. Who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion. Who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. Fear the Lord. 
As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. When the wind has passed over it, it is no more, and its place acknowledges it no longer. But the loving kindness of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children. To those who keep his covenant and remember his precepts to do them. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his sovereignty rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his host, you who serve him doing his will. Bless, his holy name. Bless the Lord, all you works of his, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord. Amen. <laughs> that was good. All right, so now we're going to have a blessing party. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to play a song called God's Great Dance Floor. And y'all are just going to kind of move around and just bless people. And you can, and you know, move your shoulders, move your hips, you know, heel t- alternate heels to the floor, whatever you want to do. But we're just going to move around and dance, bless people. You can say what you're thankful for again over them. And uh, we'll go from there. My wifey's got something. So you can you do the butter walk if you'd like. That would that's, that's definitely okay during this. Um, so this week, um, while I was um, going through my life, I got to have lunch with um, somebody, and we were talking about thankfulness. And, um, and we were talking about how in relationship, that when we're thankful, how it like you enter into relationship. Like it works with God for sure, because it's in the Bible, you know, so it's true. But if you try it in relationship, it works too. And so, for example, whenever Travis does something that, like, I don't like, I'm offended, I'm angry, it's happened twice in the last, anyway, I'll tell you how long. Um, So, (laughs) if, and I kind of feel on the outside, Have you ever had a friendship? You feel like, oh, no, I feel on the outside. If you haven't, you're lying. Um, It's true. Even the closest of friends, that's why I use Travis. It's like, or maybe somebody you hadn't seen in a long time, and you kind of feel on the outside. It's like a really hard feeling to feel on the outside. Start giving thanks, and it will change. It's crazy. I'm like, thank you for Travis. Thank you for giving him to me. Thank you for his detail orientation. Thank you for his one-track mind, because it makes things happen very precisely and right. We get, he's very good at some things, because he does things one-track minded. I start thanking the Lord for the way he made Travis. Thank you for the way he leads my family. And all of a sudden, those things that really ticked me off I'm back in. I'm not on the outside. You know what I mean? And I'm actually in relationships so I can deal with those things. I'm not saying I let them go because I don't. I like confront it and, you know, we fight and all that kind of stuff. But um, at least I'm back in the relationships. So enter the gates of your relationships too. Be thankful for one another. 
We're hopefully all going to get an opportunity to see our family. If you're not, you can come have Thanksgiving with us. Um, we'll give you lots of opportunity to try to be thankful. You can come with us. You just tell us if you're going to be in town without family. You can come. We have tons of food on Thanksgiving and lots of people we don't know. So we know you probably better than we know some of the people that will be there. Um, so, um, so let us know if you need somewhere to have Thanksgiving. Um, but... But be thankful for those relationships. Like, we're going to see his cousins that maybe we've seen once. And, like, if I start being thankful for them, I can enter into relationship with them. It's so easy. It's like that. It's the butter walk. Or we can just try real hard. And y'all can tell me how that works out. I've done that before. Um, it, <laughs> just be, start being thankful. And it's just amazing what happens so um, when we do this, you know, neck, this activation, just take it, not just here, but like, I feel like this is like a, a definitely an activation of our soul to be like, as we go, continue to be thankful. Be thankful for your boss. Be thankful for your coworkers. Be thankful for your parents, your siblings, whoever it might be. And see what happens as you enter into those relationships. It's like making a choice. And it works very similar to the way that being thankful with the Lord works in our relationship with Him. <laughs>